Journal Entry 137 In nature, life gravitates to light. Plants reach for the sun to receive light's treasures, a process called phototropism, stretching and bending to feel the warm touch, the glow that nourishes them. Many insects are attracted to light too, instinctively needing it as a beacon to navigate the recesses of the dark. In humans, light has been termed their most significant tool of guidance, a necessity for us to see and go about our daily lives. Light is so essential to us that we invented fire, electricity, and solar power to harness it. Our need for light kindles our darkest nights. My life has been a quest for that light. The light derived from family. The light that comes from duty and service to country. The light brought by science to improve and illuminate all our lives. In moments of darkness, I was, like all natural life, drawn to choose the light. I chose as a child to save the life of an injured fawn who had wandered into our backyard when others told me it was a mercy to kill it. Instead, I nursed it back to health over months until it was strong enough to seek its own light. I chose to rescue my brother, Sam, at great danger to myself when he nearly died from drowning. And I fought in a terrible war to bring light to an oppressed part of the world and an oppressed people. But I wonder now, on the eve of the most terrible crisis I've known, what would my life be without that instinct to reach for the light, to bend towards brightness? What if instead, Every instinct inside me sought the opposite, found solace in the unlit, hidden corners of human existence. What if every pivot point, every moment, every decision in my life was only a calculated retreat to darkness, a nihilistic doubling down into an impenetrable trench of hurt, vengeance, hatred, domination, and narcissism? What would I be then? Who would I be? And by coming face to face with this other me, this shadow of myself, am I bringing him to heal before the light I have cherished and which nourishes me? Can he who denies and refuses the light be made whole by it? And if not, will our confrontation expose myself and my friends to the true face of evil, a facet of the multiverse forever refusing and denying the light? Will that dark swallow us all? Emily Dickinson wrote of the light that when it comes, the landscape listens, and that in its presence, shadows hold their breath. But on the eve of battle with this creature who shuns the light, I find to my dismay that I am the one who holds my breath. For when dark replaces light, tis like the distance and the look of death.
Teresa? Teresa! Approaching the law is forbidden by Father's edict, especially since she short-circuited the sovereignty inhibitor. We require her assistance, TJ. It's you, isn't it? You've been the one leading the outsiders, the shadows to us. Yes, but the one I seek has not come. I must now ask Vitality to build a bridge directly to him. He is the only one that ever stood up to Father. You'll get yourself killed, and him too. Father is mad, TJ, and you know it. He will not cease until all life in the quantum sphere not to his liking is destroyed. Vitality, you must bring the one I seek. You must show him the path. Children, this room is forbidden to all but those in transit. Apologies, Mother. Our transgression was unintentional. You should be cataloging the harvest your brothers and sisters brought from Sector 7. Yes, Mother. We shall attend the others. Honor the Lord from your wealth and... You have returned. And you bleed. It is not my blood, Mother. What are they doing here? Uh, We gathered to greet you. Uh, The children were anxious for your return. I see. Teresa, you stand very near the Lar. Forgive me. I shall step away from the mantle. Of all my flock, you know best the rules. And why you are never permitted near that device. Yes, Father. Apologies. In my excitement for your return, I momentarily forgot my place. Grandson, tell me what you have learned from your sister. Grandson? Yes, Father. It was Teresa, as you suspected, Father. She's been communicating with the Lar, bringing the demons here. TJ, you have deceived me. Oh, do not blame him, Teresa. TJ is a good grandson. It is you who are to blame for what I must do next. See what you made me do, wicked child. Father, no. You have injured her. You must not worship idols. This device will repair itself in time. But your repairs? Your repairs will take much longer to complete. I will administer those repairs myself, with patience and steadiness. Yes, Father. Before I administer your punishment, however... You must make a full confession. The device. It made the connection you seek. Yes, Father. My sweet Teresa. Even in your defiance, you have fulfilled God's plan. Go to your room. The one you seek. Now he will come. The Lar has cleared a path, and soon the very demon who expelled us from paradise will meet his end at our hands. You foresaw their end. I am but a vessel for the Lord, Mother. What I foresaw was merely the inevitable. Will we see them? Will they face judgment before us here? No, Mother, no. The sinners will face their damnation elsewhere. They will walk blind and unwitting to a timeless, ancient, personal hell where the righteous cannot follow. 
Even now, mother, perdition is upon them. It bends their time-space. It curves and uncoils their gravity. Insidious, persistent, just on the periphery of their senses. It creeps and teems and crawls across their baryonic matter like fire ants, exploring every recess and every expanse of human skin, growing nearer, nearer, suffusing every particle. This inescapable hell will cast a bleeding black shadow over their daytime and over their lost, forsaken, unsaved hearts. Shh, listen. Tick-tock, mother. Tick-tock. Soon, our enemies will realize it's too late. It's too late. So this is what a denizen war council looks like, huh? Kinda sucks. We need to be together on this. We can't have any more- Sabotage? It wasn't sabotage, TJ. Destroying the scanner was the best answer. The best answer? Eris can just manifest another, or Arlo could do it. All you did was make a statement. Well, maybe that statement needed to be made, Sam, since we were all hiding things. Indeed. We now understand that we must limit Eris's power usage until we fully understand her illness and how to cure it. And Arlo, it is clear, must resist the temptation to use his powers again. Every time I use them, it's more difficult the next time not to use them. I'm sorry. I hate myself for what I did. Yeah, we hate you too, bloody freaking Arlo. Watch it! Arlo, we don't hate you. We're all grappling with our demons. Yeah, but his demons can kill us. Our strategy should be plain. Eliminate the threat posed by the other bill in any way necessary, and then turn our attention to Arlo and Eris's health. First things first. I thought the plan was to locate that other bill and cure him, like Sam. I think we've all reconsidered, Sergeant. A direct encounter will be too dangerous. Because Astrid is afraid for you to face him, and you're afraid too? Well, I'm not afraid of him, and I'm not afraid of you. I say we storm the castle and cap his ass. That's the problem, considering our lack of resources. No scanner to trigger a portal, no lar who can open one, and no one who can use their abilities to manifest a scanner so we can do it ourselves. Essentially, we're stuck here with nothing. Aren't you forgetting something? We've got the guns and the telemeters I brought back. Why not use them? A lightning strike, an assassination. Brick and I could do it if you're too afraid. Using the telemeters would compromise the structure of the house, would it not, Bill? I haven't seen that exact make before, Teresa. I'm sorry. They're military-grade bunker busters, designed to teleport and bust in virtually anywhere. Then Eris would be harmed by their use. Eris, is this true? My analysis suggests so. No offense to you, Eris, but we're all putting our lives on the line to stop the other Bill. Shouldn't you be willing to take the same risk? I am prepared and willing as a lard to do what the denizens decide is right. I have not indicated otherwise. Eris is young. We're adults, Sam. It's not right to jeopardize her for our safety. And Eris is also, to the best of our knowledge, the only one of her kind. Oh, so it's the endangered species loophole. This is not a subject for debate. Right. It's why I destroyed the scanner in the first place. Eris dying for us is not an option. It's off the table. 
Thank you, Auntie A. Anytime, kid. If the other bill collapses this reality, she's dead anyway, isn't she? We do not know that we are in imminent danger. <sighs> well, looks like we're back to square one. Now you're smoking, Sam? Where'd you get the cigarette? I manifested it at his request. The cigarette contains 2.89 milligrams of nicotine and 30.9 milligrams of tar. Sam, I thought we all agreed. No non-essential power drains. The cigarettes are essential, Bill. I need the nicotine to get through this damn cure you inflicted on me. You are suffering from addiction replacement or transfer addiction. You know what my addiction is, Teresa. And you know what the cure is. Try a cold shower. That's the only cure you're getting. Okay, we're getting off track. Again, we need a plan. A way forward. Yeah, well, I'm going on a smoke break. Good riddance. From a tactical standpoint, Sam's a weak link, folks. Whatever we're going to do, he's not trustworthy. Yeah, lock him up. Don't agree with me so fast. You're another weak link. Screw you. I've got training, weaponry, and the balls to do what it takes. We've all seen your balls, TJ. Not that impressive. Look... I've seen how this bunch executes a plan. Assuming we can figure out a way to take the fight to the other bill, the odds are still against us. Well, I'm taking our guns and the telemeters, and I'm going. I'll be done in an hour. TJ, hold up. Hands off. You're not the boss of me, Pops. Kid, just back off. Leave the guns. Too late. They're mine. And if you all don't come up with a working plan in a few hours, I'm using the telemeters and killing Grandpa Hitler. Losers. I'll talk to him. Do it, Sergeant. I want those guns and telemeters back. I'll do it. But remember, you're not the boss of me either. I apologize, Dex. Don't worry, I'll get it done. Are we done? It sure looks that way. Okay, Bill. Now that it's just us, are you mad at me? That you smashed my scanner to bits? Well, at least you know what to get me for Christmas. Don't be glib. It reminds me of Sam. That's how he deflects. He acts like nothing matters, like nothing's important to him. I don't like that quality in you. All right. I understand why you did it, Astrid. I knew you were protecting me, not just Eris. Truth is, I'm relieved that you destroyed the scanner. Because I don't know that I'm ready to face that other bill. And right now, I don't know that I ever will be ready to do it. If it helps any, I'm as confused as you are. I don't want to destroy a whole universe to kill the guy, but I also don't want to see him in person. I'm afraid, Bill, that if I see him, I'll see him every time I look at you. Is that how it is with Sam? When you look at me, do you see him? That's different. He has a different face. Different eyes, especially. That other Bill isn't me either, though. There's no part of him I recognize or accept. But I'm afraid of him, too. Is that because you know, deep down, what you're capable of? It's the opposite, Astrid. Because deep down, I don't know what I'm capable of. Or how low I can sink. The Syndrome E cure. Is that even an option for the other bill? Sam is returning to normal. (laughs) Whatever that means. All right. We could administer the cure to that bill. But if he is what Sam claims he is, some dark page ripped from the book of Bill Clark, I don't have any confidence the results would be positive. 
Not to mention the fact that I'm not even sure he deserves to live, if we could restore him. I mean, would you cure Adolf Hitler after World War II if you captured him? Would he have the right to rejoin the human race? I don't know. But one thing's for sure. Life on the farm isn't as simple as we hoped for. I thought we were just gonna play house. Yeah, me too. But we're together, Astrid. You and me. Whatever happens next, we've got each other. Is that enough? You know it is. You mentioned my eyes. Look into my eyes. Are you trying to hypnotize me? What do you see? No one's ever looked at me with eyes like that. It's absolutely terrifying. It's not terrifying. It's trust. It's belief. It's faith. And that is terrifying. I wish I could see what you see. I wish I could live up to that. You do. Every day. I love you, Astrid. I love you too. And I want to give you something. Your crucifix necklace. Are you sure? It doesn't mean we're engaged or anything. It's just a reminder that for all the faith you have in me, I have that faith in you too. Dr. Clark, I have already spoken to you about entering this barn without my express permission. Please depart at once. Come on. You don't feel any responsibility for me and what I'm going through? For the last time, I do not. How about a deal, then? You link with me, help me through this transfer addiction, and I'll let you scour my mind for all the knowledge I possessed as an outdweller. Typically transactional. You negotiate from weakness, however. Those memories have faded away as your humanity reasserts itself. You have nothing to share. Then what about raw, primitive emotion? You could feel that from me. Lust, rage, power, impulse. All the things that I know fascinate you. What is that odor? It's the cigarettes. Miraculously, you have managed to become even more distasteful. You know... Dr. Vincenzo voted not to send you to the house at the end of the universe. I was on the board that decided the astronaut candidate. She wanted Sanj, but I made the case for you. I am aware of your memory. Dr. Vincenzo thought that you'd learn the lessons of the program too well, that you'd submerge your humanity under that tight, emotionless control, that you had become bloodless. She believed you were going to fail. Indeed. But I saw something. In your psychological evaluation, in your tests, it was hunger. A hunger to succeed. To know everything. 
As always, Sam, you see what you desire to see. This is your experience, not mine. Now depart. You will not achieve your goal here. Get back to guns and telemeters, TJ. They belong to me, not the group. You bleeding heart socialist. I should kick your ass just for that. You're 10 years past being able to kick my ass. What is your deal? We have a mission and we have a target. We have the means to kill that maniac. Aren't you a soldier anymore? I am. Then be a soldier. Let's do this. Booyah! We use those telemeters and it hurts Eris. She's a machine, you idiot. You've played poker with her. You've held her in your arms when she was a baby. How can you still believe that she's not a person? Those things are supposed to serve us, not vice versa. Believe whatever the hell you want. Nobody's stopping you, but... But what? Kid, you may play at being a secret agent, but you have no idea what it means to be a soldier. Oh, really? Enlighten me. You pick your moment. You use strategy, tactics. You don't just race on in on adrenaline and arrogance. (laughs) Those are two of my best qualities. I noticed. Oh, and how has that worked out for you? Strategy and tactics, I mean. Where's your team right now? Dead, right? You... you hit me! I'll do a lot worse than that if you don't hand over those guns. When we get back to the world, I'll have you arrested for treason! You do what you have to do. Now, the guns and telemeters? The guns and telemeters? I feel like, like everything I touch, I destroy. I don't want to be a cosmic screw-up, Astrid. Bloody Arlo. Why did you do it? You and the others are the only family I've got. I thought if I could fix things, keep us all happy, we'd all be better for it. I know it was wrong. It was arrogant. I was going to say impatient. Do you remember when I tried to help Travis make peace with his father? Do I? I got possessed. The road to hell is paved with good intentions, Arlo. I was wrong to force Travis to deal with something he wasn't ready to deal with. And I think, despite your good intentions... I shouldn't have interfered. I know. Now Teresa hates me. She doesn't hate you. But trust is like a a wall. You have to rebuild that wall a brick at a time. You have to be patient. You have to trust that no matter how much we fight, we'll eventually get it right. Astrid, do you see that? Out the window. In the sky. Yeah, I hear something. That dark spot next to the sun. I see it now. It's growing larger. Like a swarm of bees getting closer. It's dark matter. The temple of immensity. We've got to warn the others. It's too late. Arlo, you've got to use your powers. Try to stop it. I can't. You know I can't. Arlo. It's too late.
too late. Arlo, what's wrong? Where am I? What is this place? We sought shelter from the storm in this cave. You were worried about nightmares, about sleeping outside of the smart house. Do you remember? No. We were on a farm together. All of us. A farm? The safe haven we discussed during our meditation sessions? Yes, but it was real. Are Bill and Travis back yet? Not yet. Now try to go back to sleep, Arlo. Something isn't right, Astrid. We shouldn't be here. We should be at the farm. Arlo, the farm is a metaphorical ideal, not a physical location. We have never been there. No! It's real, Teresa. Don't you remember? I don't think we understand. Or at least I don't. We met Travis's son there, TJ. And Teresa, your daughter, was there. Eris. And Astrid, you and Bill moved in together. What? Eris? That name is not familiar. You've got to believe me. We've been there for months. What's the kid on about now? He had a nightmare. You don't understand. I saw it all. Sam was with us. Sam? With us? That is a nightmare. And I did things. Wrong things. I used my powers. I I changed things and didn't tell you. But we all did things. We were all keeping secrets from each other. What kind of secrets? You were holding back on me, Teresa, when we were together. I see. And me? You sabotaged Bill's scanner. And Sergeant Brick, you and TJ broke into a smart hub and found out that he was a secret agent or something. Kid, that sounds entertaining as hell, but it never happened. And we don't know any TJ. It felt so real. Like the longest, strangest dream. Please, Arlo, do not concern yourself with this phantasm. And look, the sun's up and the rain has finally gone. We've got to go look for Bill and Travis. Why don't we go together, Arlo? Perhaps a walk together will relieve your anxiety. This way, Arlo. All right. Arlo? Sorry, I'm still shaky. This way. Where are you taking me, Teresa? Just through these woods. Hurry, Arlo. You don't want to miss this. What are you talking about? Hurry. Teresa, slow down. I can't keep up. is this? Don't you recognize the house? It's my grandmother's, but how? You've come home, Arlo, at long last. Don't you wish to go inside? <laughs> Teresa, what is this? Why have you brought me here? <laughs> Grandma? Too bad. 
I'm afraid we're too late. What's happening? A tornado. No. Your tornado. It's already started. I don't want to be here. I've got to get out of here. Don't run away, bloody Arlo. You aren't Teresa. And this isn't really my house, is it? This is all real, Arlo. Don't you wish to see your grandmother die? You'll get to see it all happen again, over and over, for all eternity. You've come home, Arlo. Welcome to hell. Okay, now I've really lost it. What are we doing here, Sam? This isn't home, not anymore. You misunderstand. I'm welcoming you to hell. And I'm not, Sam. You again, the dark matter entity. I'm afraid our business is not yet concluded. Though personally, I preferred your Bride of Frankenstein look. What's going on? Just a quick tour of the place. Your place. Shall we go? I presume you recognize this location. Of course. Downtown Richmond, the back door. I played here. Don't lie to the devil, Francis May. Look who's here. Bill! What is he doing here? Not only Bill, the whole gang. Sam, TJ, Arlo, and Brick. How? On the eve of your wedding day, Eris arranges this trip for them. This was a great idea for a bachelor party, Sam. I've always wanted to see Astrid perform. Well, there's no time like the present. Or the 1970s in this case. Waiter, tequila for the group. Make that a bourbon for me. Neat. Oh boy. I don't see her. Does anybody see her? The flyer said Jimmy Vaughn was playing tonight. You know, I think Death Piggy played here in the 80s. Death Piggy? Never mind. Sam, did you get the right night? I don't see Astrid. Wait a minute. I think we're in the wrong place. She said she performed at the back door on Gray Street on this weekend. No, 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 no. We have to go across the street. Come on, grab your coats. Ah, oh, we just got here. Where are we going? I told you, across the street. Wait, wait, let me cap off my tequila. <sighs> All right, ready. Can you walk? I'm not a lightweight like you. Come on, I don't want to miss her. Where are they going? You already know. Sam, do you even know where we're going? Come on, that's it. Right next to Lulu's. What's the Liard Theater? A burlesque show, it looks like.
This is the place? Are you sure, Dr. Clark? I'm sure. What would Astrid be doing in a place like this? Let's get the good seats and find out. Wait a minute. You guys want to take a peek backstage? Why not? Sam, TJ, why are you always such a stick in the mud, big brother? There's our girl. Where? In the get-up. Holy shit. Are you Mickey's friends? Astrid? The show starts in five. Are you guys fans? We are now. Uh, My brother, uh, he's getting married tomorrow. How about a private dance for him after the show? I'll pony up. I don't know. He looks like a square. What's your usual fee? I'll double it. Triple it, and I'll see your brother after the show. But I'll want the money up front. And remember, no touching. Catch me later. I'm up next. Guys, this doesn't feel right. I think we should leave. Hey, I didn't come all this way just to miss the show. You knew, Sam. You knew and you did this to embarrass me. To embarrass her. Seen enough, Francis May? How about a close-up of Bill's face? Look at those puppy dog eyes. There. Pretty uncomfortable, huh? This never happened. You mean, it hasn't happened yet. But hell is all about your eternal damnation. You're just seeing what will inevitably happen. The scales will fall from Bill's eyes. Here. Your wedding present. Go ahead. Unwrap it. Unwrap it. I can't believe you made me climb up that ladder at my age, Teresa. At your age. Astrid, you have aged. What has happened to you? Well, you're no spring chicken either. My hands. My face. I appear to be approximately 65 years old. You're 66, sweetheart. How has this happened? It's called aging, and it's your birthday party today. You can't spend it alone in a loft. My birthday party. Bill and I decorated the house. It looks great if I do say so myself, but Bill nearly fainted trying to inflate 66 balloons. And Arlo? He and Eris are there, too, with the kids. The kids? Explain. Teresa, are you all right? I mean, I know how much it hurt you when Arlo and Eris were married and had the twins, but that was a long time ago, going on 20 years now. And it was your choice not to pursue a relationship with him. I see. Oddly, I possess no memory of these events, Astrid. You just never could really connect to another human being, could you? You've always held back, even with me. I am at a loss to understand. It doesn't mean you're alone, Teresa. We all care about you. Party, remember? You and Bill are married. Arlo and Eris have wed and produced children. And I have no one. That psychic astronaut training, it did something to you. It crippled you, made you cold, empty. Unable to reach out and express affection, even to your own child. You could never even tell your own daughter that you love her. She found with Arlo what you could never give her. Acceptance. This cannot be so. First you alienated your parents, then Dr. Vincenzo, and then all of us. Do you even have a human heart beating in that chest? Take me to Eris. Hell doesn't work that way. Hell? What do you think this place is? I do not believe in hell. (laughs) Well, it believes in you. I am in control of my mind and my body. 
problem, though, isn't it? You could never surrender control. Happy birthday, Teresa. Happy birthday! What is it? I guess it does require some context. You and Bill get married on the farm in a beautiful wedding ceremony. But he's quiet, and you never quite understand why. Well, at least not at first. And then, you get it. His innocence is gone. He starts to see you for what you really are. A desperate, lying, pitiful Whore. Go ahead. Open the present. Razor blades. It's a matching set. I even had your initials engraved on them. See? This time, you slit your wrists in the bedroom on your marital bed. Quite the statement. I don't believe you. Let's go to the instant replay. Gaze upon the ruins, Arlo. Your family is gone, swept away by your rage. Now, let us watch it again. Closer this time, inside. It's the kitchen. All your family members, they died in there. You are responsible. My grandmother, she's carrying me. She's going to put me in the oven to protect me. I loved her so much. And you killed her with a thought. With a blast of rage. No. The tornado approaches. You. You're the dark matter entity, aren't you? The one that tortured Astrid. How did you find us? I've been hunting you. Through time and space across the multiverse. Why? There are individuals and groups who shine so brightly, Arlo. Whose brightness is like a candle. A candle in the dark and catches our attention. Alar, Vitality, reached out to you, opening a direct pathway to the universe of the one called Father. We saw it. And he created a detour. He piggybacked another signal atop Vitality's and brought you not to him, but to me. Then my friends are all here too. Where? You will never see them again, I'm afraid. Each is trapped in his or her own personal hell. This is yours. I've got to help them. It doesn't work that way. They are no longer your concern. The tornado approaches. Again. No. Please make this stop. 
Here, there is no end to your torment, Arlo. And now, I must leave you to it. Wait! Silly child, do you wish for your tormentor to remain at your side? If this is hell and I'm damned for all time, then let me look at Teresa's face one last time. In the eternity ahead, such a glimpse won't be much to hold on to. Yes, it will. Goodbye, Arlo. Enjoy your damnation. Goodbye, Teresa. Goodbye, Teresa.